So we've had Tveikus, clinging to Hashem, we've had Simcha, happiness. Now we're moving on to the final, the third branch, which is Kinnah. We say, translate that as jealousy, being jealous for Hashem's name, hating his enemies and striving to humble them as much as possible so that the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be done and his honor will be magnified. As David HaMelech says in Tehillim, Hello, Messan Echa Hashem Esna. I will, will I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? Will I not rebuke those who rise against you? I hate them to the limits of hatred. Or from Eliyahu Hanavi, Kano Kinesi Lashem Subakos. He says, I have been exceedingly jealous for you, Hashem. Eliyahu was, was very angry that people were worshipping God and idols simultaneously. He was angry and frustrated for the honor of Hashem was being eroded. It was because of this jealousy for his God that he attained such heights. The Chaman have told us that you have to be very careful when, what, and how you speak concerning those who are in a position of rebuke to rebuke others for their wrongdoing but fail to do so. That they will be judged as if they have committed the sin. We don't find pain. Now this is very, very difficult because now we need to balance. We need to balance the disgrace that is directed towards Hashem. Like we would stand up and, uh, and want to restore the honour and dignity of a loved one who we feel was being dishonoured. And we can't just sit back with some wokish, liberal 21st century let everyone do what they want. That's not a Jewish approach. If we've got this connection with Hashem, then it's going to hurt when we see people not bringing honour to Hashem. Now, of course, we have the opportunity not to see it as dishonour, but they don't know, so that's very different, okay? If you don't know you're hurting someone, then you're not as responsible. So it can still hurt you, the person of your affection is being hurt, but your reaction to the one who's causing that pain will be very, very different. So we get taught, it's very evident, and just as one who loves his friend will not tolerate his being beaten or insulted, but will certainly rise to his defence, so one who loves HaKadosh Baruch Hu will not be able to abide by the desecration of his name and the transgression of his mitzvahs. And this is what Shlomo HaMelech says, Ozve Torah Yehalalu Rasha, the deserters of Torah will praise the wicked, but the Shomre Torah Yisgaruvam, the wicked, the observers of Torah will rebuke them. Those who praise the wicked individual in his wickedness and do not hold his misdeed up to him are deserters of Torah. The observers of Torah, those who strengthen themselves and strengthening the Torah, will certainly rebuke them. They won't be able to contain themselves and remain quiet. It's not possible. It's like you wouldn't keep quiet if someone chas v'shalom hurt someone that you love. This is the intensity of the love the one who truly loves his creator should be able to display. As it says in the Pasuk, Orave Hashem, those who love Hashem, sinu ra, hate evil. So we're now going to move on to another aspect of saintliness. We have already discussed the performance of actions for the sake of heaven, not for the sake of heaven, according to the various, or not for the sake of heaven. It cannot be said that one who is motivated in his divine service by a desire to purify his soul before his creator, so that he can come to sit in his presence, 
can't be said that such a person is badly motivated. If you want to do the right thing to close that, that's not, that's not a bad motivation. On the other hand, we cannot say that his motivation is a very good one either. For as long as a person is concerned with his own good, his divine service is also performed for his own good. So it's all about your status, all about how others will perceive you. It's all about your oilam haba, then the way a person is serving Hashem is incomplete. As Hashem, we will continue this next time. Have a very lovely day.